Hello there, lovebirds and heartbreak survivors. Welcome to Relationship Realness, the podcast where we keep it real about all things relationships. I'm your host, Christina, and I am here to guide you through the ups and downs of love, from first dates to last goodbyes, whether you're looking for the secret to a long and happy relationship or just need some good old-fashioned venting about your ex, we've got you covered. So grab a glass of wine or whatever your beverage of choice may be, settle in, and get ready to join the conversation on all things relationship realness. Let's dive in, my loves. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. As many of you know, I am Christina, and today I have an extremely special guest with me. She is a former client of mine. Her name is Elise, and I can rant and rave about her all day long, but I thought that it would be really fun for us to do an episode on her experience, how things were when she worked with me, how she was when she started, how she's feeling now, and kind of just chat about her journey a little bit. And Elise, I'm so happy to have you, my love. Christina, hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. You're so, so, so welcome. So Elise and I worked together for a really long time. We worked together for like six months, huh? I think six months and then took a little break, went back to it again. Exactly. Yeah. But the beautiful (laughs) thing that I loved about working with you on your journey was we were really able to kind of do it in such an intentional way. When you and I first started, it was very focused on helping you heal the relationship you had with yourself becoming very aware of your relationship patterns, how you felt as an individual. And then throughout that process, we did take a little bit of a break. You implemented a lot of that stuff. Oh, so proud, proud coach over here. And then she came to me and she was like, okay, but like, I'm really ready to get way more intentional about dating now. So let's do this. And so then I got to help support her during this other beautiful chapter of her life. So I've seen this girl go from A to freaking Z, and it has been so exciting. So I kind of want to just start out, Elise, can you just tell me a little bit about what led you to want to work with me to begin with? Yeah, so like you mentioned when you were just giving our history here, but I had just gotten out of a five-year relationship where it was, it was an unhealthy relationship. I was very unhappy and I was under the impression that if I put that relationship in the past and started dating again, that things would just automatically fix. Um, and I realized through that process, just how distant I was with myself. I feel like I lost myself. Um, and then I finally through trying to date on my own, had found someone that I really liked Mm. and in trying to get to know them better, had all of these feelings and insecurities start to bubble up. And I realized at that point, if I continue down this path, I'm going to get the same exact result of the relationship that I just was in for five years. (laughs) Yes. I've got to change something because it's, you know, it's, I'm part of the problem here. Mm -hmm. And it really encouraged me and inspired me to want to connect with someone. And so kind of interestingly enough at that time, I'm, you know, navigating in the dating world, realizing that I need support. I happen to be on TikTok and, and I came across a TikTok video of yours, which kind of then led me to your Instagram, which led me to your website. And I was like, Oh, there was some kind of connection there. I, I, at the time I was like, I don't know. It just, it feels right. I feel like I, like she's someone that I could see someone I can work with. 
and I filled out the um, the little questionnaire to request a consultation with you and immediately felt, you know, a connection that, you know, I felt like we could make good progress together. Um, so that's kind of like how I, I started that. the whole journey. Yeah. I love that. It's like the self-awareness. It's kind of like when we realize that we're doing the same thing over and over and over again and getting the same result, but we're expecting different results. That's when it's kind of like, I say this to my clients all the time. Like if you do the same thing over and over and over again and expect different results, it's literally the definition of insanity. So you're gonna keep falling into the same cycle over and over and over again until you just choose to break that cycle and do something different. And that most of the time means having to work with someone outside of your friends, your loved ones, your family members, because when we go to them for advice and for help and support, they love us deeply. Not that I don't love you guys, but it's very biased, right? Yeah. That's, I feel exactly the same way. In fact, when we first started working together, I was like telling, I told one of my good friends yeah. and I told my mom and I think to some way they were a little like, well, like, why don't you just talk to me? About really? There was like a bias there, you know? And I had to tell them like, listen, obviously I'm going to, you know, I'll keep you a part of my life, right. but you know, and, and I found out really quickly in working with you, Christina, that you gave such great perspective of things. Like I felt like I could tell you, um, you know, my perspectives on stuff, but it, you're really like a, you were a third party and really unbiased is a perfect way to, to say it. And, you know, your friends are always going to support you and they're going to try their best to help you navigate these things. But there really is a huge difference in the progress I was able to make and working with you versus even having the same conversations or similar with friends or with family. Yeah. It's honestly just very different. And I think that, you know, my ability to kind of look at it from this bigger picture, it really kind of helps because I don't see what you see every day, your family, your friends, they're with you every single day. They want the best for you, whatever that looks like. But I'm also not afraid to question you and be like, well, are you sure? Uh, like I'm going to call you out. Like if you need to be called out in the nicest way possible, of course, but that's the only way that you ever really see growth at the end of the day is you, if you have someone ultimately just call you out on your bullshit to be completely honest, you know? So that leads me to my next question. You know, how did you feel before we started working together versus like how you're feeling now? I guess we could say. So when we first started working together, like I mentioned, we, I, I was so disconnected from myself in yeah. some ways. I also at that time was very insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a lot of self-love or self-acceptance of things. I, I remember even going through this, um, a couple exercises with you. The first exercise you ever gave me was write a love letter to yourself and I couldn't do it. Yeah, I just could not do it. I could not find anything at that point in time that I was like, oh yeah, I can write this letter. And I remember telling my friend and she was like so upset. I remember telling you and you're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, But it was that hard for me to yeah. connect with myself. And also too, at the time, and, and one of the things that I you know was wanting to work on is 
interpreting my feelings. Like I knew I had emotions and feelings, but I didn't really know how to interpret them. What, if they meant something, if they didn't mean something, how to communicate them effectively. And so that was really challenging at first. I, I also dealt with a lot of trust issues. Yeah. Um, it was really hard for me to trust people, um, not only partners, but just in general, you know, work relationships, other different types of, you know, friendship relationships. Um, but yeah, so I those think are- that also really has to do with like, you know, trusting yourself, right? Trusting yourself to express your feelings, trusting yourself to put yourself out there, trusting yourself to set boundaries and know that you will be okay if so-and-so reacts in a certain type of way, because you know, within yourself that this is what I need to feel good with all of these different relationships around me. And that's with familial relationships, romantic relationships and work relationships, right? So many things that come to mind with that because you're so right. And I was even at a point in mindset where it was like sitting back and like, number one, feeling that I should do things that I needed to be perfect. Yes. Also, that was a big thing that that we worked through. And that also kind of led to, this idea of like being chosen versus making the choices. Yes. A big difference for me. And like, when I look back on, I was struggling with all of those things and I didn't even realize it at the time. Wow. Um, but it just came out with every single thing I did and it boiled up into all these different insecurities and emotions that I couldn't navigate. Right. I mean, it's like kind of like the typical, like we grew up in a society where we're expected to make other people happy and put other people's needs first. And if we're able to do that, if we're able to people please, then if they're happy, then I'm worthy. If I can make them happy, then I'm good, right? So we completely have this false reality. And honestly, I blame society in a sense because of the corporate world or whatever we wanna call it. But you know, we've been kind of trained to always determine our worth based off of what we can do for somebody else. Instead of I'm worthy because I'm just who I am. I'm allowed to set boundaries if I don't feel comfortable. I'm allowed to stick up for myself and say what I want. And having the ability to do that is a really beautiful thing when it comes to romantic partnerships. And so that brings me to being able to do that work for you, being able to kind of become self-aware and learn to trust yourself. I know it was a hard process for us, but it's a hard process for anybody. We're literally unlearning who we used to be and having to relearn somebody else um, and almost create like a new personality for us. I know I made an episode a couple of episodes back about that, but, you know, granted to say, how do you feel now? (laughs) Almost like 180. Yeah. Like, I feel proud of myself. There was a, there was a moment we had conversations that where I was I was scared to be me. Like I knew who I was, but I was scared to be me because I felt like it wasn't what everyone else wanted. Like those expectations that other people had of me. So, you know, I feel more proud. I feel like I'm in the driver's seat of my life and my relationships and being able to choose what I want to do. And, and to your point, some of that went to boundaries and just having to have to understand what even is a boundary? How do I set it? It's, oh, it's this simple. I just say, I don't like that. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's all I have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I was overthinking it. I was, um, but now I feel so much more connected with myself and my feelings. 
And even in like the mannerisms that I do when I talk about those things, like I always like hold my chest when I talk about my feelings as like a, you know, just like a way to like reconnect with myself. I find myself doing that all the time now. I never had those things before, but I'm able to communicate that I'm out of my head and into my, in tune with my body where I, you know, how I feel about things and letting that drive me into my happiness and where I want to be in my life. Oh my gosh. I honestly love that. You just said that so much. You were able to get out of your head and into your body and you find yourself literally physically trying to tune into, okay, what am I feeling in my heart? What am I feeling in my body? What is going on right now? That's a really, really cool thing to kind of realize that you're doing, because I do remember when we worked together, a lot of the stuff that was going on was literally in your head, all the narratives, all the stories, all of the stuff that we were making up to the what ifs to the, oh my gosh, like every scenario that we could think of when we don't know what's true and what's not true based off of what someone else is thinking. We only know what we know to be true. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, poor you for having to <laughs> work with me. No way. <laughs> I remember us like just having so many conversations about me jumping to all kinds of conclusions and you literally being like, um, how about we just ask? <laughs> Go to the source. And you know, I didn't want to, cause I was like scared. I didn't know how to have that kind of conversation. I didn't know how to approach it. I was still in the, like trying to manage other people's feelings and emotions putting mine second, you know, where I couldn't. And it's and- hard. It's hard. And like you said, like fear. Okay. Fear is what really holds us back from doing a lot of the stuff that maybe we deep down know we have to do, but we're scared of the outcome. We're scared of what's going to happen, but okay. What's scarier choosing not to say how you feel staying in something that doesn't feel right or comfortable or safe for you anymore or speaking up. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh gosh, I can't even, you know, so I know that there were a lot of challenges and a lot of obstacles that you and I kind of went through during our time together. And when we were dating, there was a lot of, we were dating, you were dating people that maybe weren't the right ones for you. Right. Right. Uh, You were trying to maybe make fits into what you wanted it to be when deep down, it didn't really feel right for you. So like, what kind of shift do you think happened to kind of get out of that mentality and shift more into, well, like they don't match what I actually want and need in my life. You know, I feel like I went the first entire, like all of my dating up until we worked together and even through that was trying to make someone fit into either my expectations, what I wanted. It was that it really was. Yeah. And one of the exercises that we did was you gave me something to work through that was like, what's your ideal relationship? Who's your ideal partner? And I went to, a, took that, printed it out, went to a coffee shop. I had to get out of my own space, went to a coffee shop, sat down there and really started reflecting. And it pulled up relationships that I've been in that were really successful in ways that I did like to be treated and things, you know, and it helped me really narrow in on what I wanted. And so it allowed me to make a shift of from my responsibility is not to change someone into what I want, but truly to do the accepting, just like I expect to be accepted for the ways that I am. So I can be my truest self that's what I need. And, and anyone that 
isn't fitting of that, that's totally fine. Yeah. That's okay. It's, right. you know, I'm only looking for this type of specific person. And so I really took that to heart. I t- wrote that list and then it was, went from a notebook to a, I had one of those jumbo post-its. Oh my that- God, I didn't know that you did that. <laughs> I so, so like funny story. I still have it hanging, but I had these jumbo post-its. In fact, two of them, like presentation side post size posted with a marker and I wrote down every single thing on there and posted it on my wall in my bedroom so that like I'm subconsciously like you know at least I had yeah. eyes on what it was that I was looking for and all that and then um you know eventually you know I'm at a different point now I had to move those and kind of keep them like secret so that people wouldn't see them if they were in my space but a long while I didn't have that so I could just oh my god I love that so much we like made the commitment to get intentional girl and we got intentional do you feel like that work that you and I had done in the beginning like those first three months really impacted the way that you showed up when you were ready to intentionally date a hundred percent because during those first few months, yeah, I had to get comfortable with doing hard things, which you can do hard things. Yeah. That was so like, if I didn't have that before, it wouldn't, I was, I would still be struggling with making decisions. You know what I mean? So, because I couldn't have the conversations or I didn't want to make the decision. I was keeping too many options open because I was afraid that I was going to miss an opportunity versus narrowing in. So, but you really helped me the first few months of saying, not only getting in tune with what I, how I felt about things, because, you know, when things were making me feel uncomfortable, I couldn't express it, but I would just write it off to, well, maybe it's this, well, maybe it's that and, and ignore my feelings. Wow. And, and that would perpetuate things and we'd keep things going for longer than they should have went. And, you know, and that's how I got in situations in my past too. So I think it was us working together to make hard decisions and like cut things that weren't right for us or weren't right for me (laughs) at the time helped me so that when I, so that I could get intentional, because if I wasn't able to make those decisions, I would have let things linger a lot longer with a really good point because I do remember that there was that phase where it was kind of like almost a part of you was afraid to let something go that you knew deep down wasn't right for you not what you wanted it didn't even feel good for you but you were scared okay if I let this go maybe nothing else is going to come in I might as well stick with what I got and what I know instead of be alone for a minute you know yeah and, and it was so interesting because like I I mean, I'm totally fine with being alone or, you know what I mean? Like, I love that. But at the same time, like, yeah, there was something about loss. I don't know if it was ego related of just not being good enough or, you know, I don't know what it was really attached to, but, um, yeah, to your point, I, I did have that moment where I'm like, this really isn't serving me anymore. And, but I'm still entertaining it somehow. Like why I, why? And I've changed so much since then. I know. It's crazy to think like, now I watch people or hear people entertaining these. I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? But I get it because that was me. You're like, here, I got a number for you, girl. Let me help you. Yes, I do. Honestly, though, Elise, like I love watching your stories now. I love following you now because when we say that things have changed, things have changed. So- 
can we share a little bit about what your life feels like now? Because when you and I stopped working together, we were at that phase. It was like the beginning stages of your relationship, new relationship. And it was like, I remember one of the last conversations you and I had when we worked together, you were navigating a disagreement between you and him. And you were like, I don't know. I don't know. Is this it? I don't know. I was like, girl, you stick it out. Arguments are normal. As long as you feel good, let's make this happen. So can we give a little update on where your life is at now? Yes. So yeah, to your point, the very tail end of when we were working together last It was in my, like, you know, it was dating intentionally and I met someone, um, and it just felt really good. And I remember us having some meetings at, you know, some sessions together and you asking me like, does it feel different? Do you feel different? And part of me was like, yes, but no, because I still wasn't trusting it totally, but it did feel different the way that I was being treated, the way I was excited, things were different. Yeah. Um, and in that there are those like ebbs and flows and yes, like we had to deal with some difficult things. And I think that there was different, um, misconceptions for different, you know, situations that had happened. And I remember coming to you about like, is that, you know, do I move past this or do I not move past this? And you are always encouraging me to like make those choices and leaning into trust. And that was like, that was another test of like, you know, I could jump to a million conclusions or I could trust the person that I'm dating and lean into that. And, and I made that decision to do it. And I'm so happy that I did because I'm, it's still in a relationship with my partner. I better than ever. Um, there's still the ups and downs. Like it's, it's still challenging. I still have things that arise up, but I'm able to work those through with my partner in a healthy way that has resolution where I feel I can be my truest self and my best self. And that's, I mean, I am happy and that's what anybody wants is just to be happy. Is And like, you're no longer compromising and trying to fit yourself into a box for somebody else's comfort. You have now given yourself space to be who you truly are authentically and be accepted for who you truly are authentically. And, you know, there's something that you you said that stuck with me when you and I first caught up is you're like, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm still working on these things. And I just want everybody who's listening to know that no one will ever be perfect. Okay. We are all human beings at the end of the day, as long as you kind of have the tools to help you navigate through these experiences where you do trust yourself, you're confident in who you are, you're learning to trust your partner and having these hard conversations, that's a really good place to be, right? Because our emotions are absolutely sometimes going to get the best of us. It would be very unrealistic for us to expect otherwise, but your ability to be self-aware to know, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm still working on this stuff, but I'm noticing it and I'm communicating these things to my partner to the best of my ability I think truly, and you can disagree or agree with me that that's, what's really working in your favor right now. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And sometimes it's not even like, like, I know I'm doing, like, I know that I'm not being my best self, huh. <laughs> you know, at I, times we have, like, we all have our moments, girl. <laughs> I can't admit it right away. I, you know, I have to be like, okay, I'm so sorry about it. Right. But 
I'm making, I'm making so much progress with at least identifying it in myself and, and feeling connected enough to say, to say what I'm feeling and also to, to recognize what I'm feeling or even when I'm starting to get that way so that I don't even make it to a point where I'm upset or overreacting or in my head about stuff. And then I'm also always trying to assume the best instead of always trying to assume the worst. And gosh, is that a difference in your own personal happiness in general? (laughs) Seriously. And if, if you're trying to create a partnership with someone and you're in a relationship with someone, it's not fair for us to always be assuming the worst based off of our past experiences that we've had, right? Our past has a tendency to, of course, dictate how we feel about things that are happening, have us worry about things that are going to happen in the future. But if we operate that way, instead of just remaining focused on the present moment, you're going to continuously let those past experiences that you can't change, you can't alter, dictate how you feel moving forward. Um, And so I'm just so proud of you. Please know that. Plus, I found out some amazing news the other day, and I'm not going to share it, but I want you to share it if you want to share it. Okay. So um, my boyfriend and I decided that in January, or sorry, July of this year, so in a couple months, we're going to do a surprise elopement for our family. So super excited. I believe I said January. <laughs> I mean, our birthdays, your birthday's in February, January, February. We're both we have the same birthday. We have the same birthday. Yes. That's why. That's why. Duh. Day, day you put months. two Aquarius yeah. in the same room. Yeah. Oh. Are you so excited? Are you so excited? I am. I'm so excited and it feels so good to like have some, like have a partner that's also just as excited. And I know when we caught up recently too, um, you know, I had even had this, you know, I was getting in my head again about something about, you know, just connecting dots on things that weren't really there, yeah. even about, you know, wedding planning stuff. And I was like, come on. Like I had to take a step back from myself. You know, it was about, it was stupid about like getting ring sizes or something, you know? And it's like every other indication has told me that this man is so excited but I want to choose to look at one that, and, and make <laughs> jump to conclusions. Like it's just, doesn't make sense. So, I mean, it's just another example of how, you know, you're, I'm just still working through all of these things and that's okay because I'm making progress and, and I'm so super excited and I know he is too. And <sighs> I honestly feel like I, I found the person that was made exactly for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. I also, you know, to that point, I think that you attracted that person instead of them. You know, I think that once you had this like energy shift in you to really like be like, no, this is what I want. Like, this is what I deserve. This is the type of partner that I can have in my life. And I can meet them there with the maturity level of having healthy communication, speaking up for myself and my feelings. When you're (laughs) able to do that, you attract a partner who is also able to do that because it sounds like Mitch does a really good job at balancing you out. It sounds like you two are really able to like, he gets you and you guys ebb and you guys flow and he's able to kind of be like, girl, let's talk. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that to your point, to the attracting the right person, I think that also just goes into setting the boundaries, right? So like you, you know, 
before I didn't have a boundary, a communication boundary. So right. I was accepting any kind of communication, whether or not I was, you know, right. liking yeah. it or not. And now that I, when I got clear about my, you know, communication boundaries, I was able to not only attract, but accept some, you know, finally be willing to accept someone's communication styles and, and the self-acceptance leads to being able to accept others. And there's just so much that's tied into it where, you know, to your point, yes, I was definitely able to attract that, but I was also able to see those things in, in Mitch because, you know, I was aware of them. Exactly. Exactly. So if you could say like the biggest lesson that you took away from our time together, I know it's hard to dwindle it down to one, but if you could pick one of your biggest lessons, what do you think that that would be? I think one of the biggest, most impactful ones for me, and it's so small, if I could only, only, only pick one. Yeah. Um, I think it would be that like, I am human and like giving myself grace. Yes. For me, that just personally connected because I, it's so easy for me to beat myself up about things and pick myself apart. And when I do that, it, it, it never works out. And realizing that I'm human, I have emotions, I have feelings about things, I, and just accepting that and accepting my feelings and saying no to things I don't want to do and not being afraid to be imperfect in someone else's eyes, like has really changed my life from, you know, romantic relationships, from friend relationships, work relationships. It's changed a lot of my perspectives on things. Wow. I love that because it's so true. Like no one is perfect. And I'll say it a million times. You have to give yourself grace to be human and show yourself the same compassion that you would show somebody else because we show so many people so much compassion and then we often forget to show ourselves that same self-compassion at the end of the day to understand listen I may stumble and fall along the way but I'll still get there I'll still make it there yeah and it's a commitment to doing it you know it's easy to say it and we hear it all the time like yeah you're human no one's perfect but like to really commit to being like, I'm going to give myself grace. Like, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take my own things personal, right, <laughs> you know, exactly. like, my own feelings. Like I love yes. doing that, but you know, not anymore. I'm just, I'm a human. It's okay. Exactly. Exactly. And like, to your point, like you got to do the stuff, right? You have yeah. to do the stuff. It's like, you can show up to all of the calls. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. But honestly, the real work is what happens after our calls, after we hang up, (laughs) that's the hardest part. You're right. And, and the biggest thing really is like, all of this is, is mindset work. Like it's mostly your mindset work of every single thing. And, um, and those mindsets are really hard to change and stick to long-term, but to your point, yeah, I mean, you, you've got to be ready to do the work. Yeah. In the sessions, outside of the sessions, you got to ready, you got to be ready to be open-minded and committed yes. inside and outside of the sessions, because you're going to get presented things that are new for you. Yes. <laughs> you're going to be scared. <laughs> yes. but, but if you commit to it and just be like, okay, I'm going to rip the bandaid and try it and do it. It gets easier over time. Just like with anything, when you're learning any new skill and it, but you got to be like committed to doing it and yeah. working it into your life. Because it pays off. This girl getting married and I can't even believe it. So excited oh. for you. Uh, you. So exciting. I mean, you have, li- working with you changed my life. Not even an understatement. 
And I totally understand that it's a two-way street. You got to do the work to get, but from my perspective, like there was no better partner to do that with than you. And I, thank you. Don't make me cry. It's yeah. true. I mean, it's just the truth. Like I would pick no one else. You are the best, thank the you. best. Oh, I love you so much. Truly. <laughs> like all my clients know that like, you're stuck with me now. So it's kind of like, I'm like, well, you better send me pictures. You better loop me in. Yeah. You know, all of the tea. Well, and that's, and that's part of it. Like that just adds to your authenticity and your genuineness of really caring about people and wanting to do like partner with them to make the best changes of their life. And then seeing the transformation in them. I mean, how rewarding is that? It's um, honestly, sometimes I can't even put it into words. It's like, within the last like couple of weeks, it's like one of my clients got engaged. I get your exciting. Oh my and then another one of my, one of my first clients just got married. And it's just been like, I saw all of these people just completely transform. And to be able to see that it's like, they're your guys's wins. You did it all. Yeah. But behind the scenes, I'm like, Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so proud. <laughs> Right. And you know, every people work with you for different reasons. You exactly. know, my reason was I, I wanted that long-term yeah. relationship. You know, I'm not in my twenties anymore. <laughs> I'm ready to like, you know, make some changes and, right. and get what I want out of life. I've dedicated a long enough time to my career. Now I need to get to buckle down on the romantic side. And, and so to have the outcomes that I was wishing for and working toward after that and be able to practice every single thing that you and I worked on together every day or every week. Like, you know, it's just, it's so refreshing and it feels so good. And it makes me feel accomplished as much as it makes you feel accomplished because it should. These are like accomplishments, my love. Right. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank and you. I love you so much. Thank you seriously for sharing your story and you. everything else and being such an amazing client slash friend to have in my life. Um, and honestly, for anybody listening, please know that if you ever, ever, ever have any questions, want to reach out to me, want to ask about, you know, working with me, please feel free to always just reach out. I am an open book. You know where to find me. All of my information is in the paragraph below this episode. Um, and Elise, you've been a gem and a light, and I can't wait to see pictures for um your big day. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for sharing your story and giving, you know, the platform to be vulnerable with people. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. This was so fun. Yay. And you guys all know the drill. If you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or night, I hope you have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night, my loves.